The Inner Circle is recruiting, the Dark Order is recruiting, and even the Nightmare Collective is recruiting. Seems like all the stables are shoring up their numbers, but the AfterBuzz TV stable is always at full force. Buckle up, AfterBuzzers. It's going to be a good one. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Ah, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming to you live from the world-famous AfterBuzz TV studios in sunny Los Angeles, California. And if we got a show for you, we've got the Elite of the Week, we've got the news, and we've got all of the dust-up and fisticuffs of tonight's episode. But before we get started... As I said, we're always at full force, but tonight we're a little short-handed. Uh, Jessica and Roger, they're a little under the weather, so we are wishing them well. But here with me tonight, she is the Marco stunt to my jungle boy. She is our indie expert extraordinaire. She's the person that knows your favorite wrestler before you knew they were a wrestler to begin with. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Anissa Barr! That's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you compare me to Liz because I'm short. Yeah, you know. I'm somewhere, you know, and, and to be fair, hailing from inside the booth, he is the Luchasaurus to my jungle boy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the producer, the guy who brings us all the bing, bangs, and booms. Give it up for Josh Alonzo. Roar. Roar. <laughs> Tonight. I'm doing good. I'm fantastic. Can't wait to discuss and uh, discuss. Ooh, pardon me. Discuss another great night of AEW action. Let's get it going. Yes, Same. and I am the Jungle Boy to my Jungle Boy in this uh, Jungle Express analogy. I am your benevolent host. I am Fancy Jack Farmer, and I am excited to be here tonight. And last week I said I was going to give a shout out to one of our viewers, our listeners, uh, all of our lovely people that join us here every week. And today, I'm going to go ahead and shout out, coming to us live from Garland, Texas, ladies and gentlemen, in the chat, it is Dang MQ! Thank you so much. We've got like a live reporter, I like to think of it. I like to think of you as our live reporter, Dang. You're the one out on the street making it happen. Lots of uh, lots of fun stuff today. Overall, yeah. Anissa, what did you think of the show? Uh, a little short for me, but mm-hmm. overall, no, not disappointed. You know, they're all actually the same amount of time, but I get what yeah. you mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, to me, this episode felt like a solid B. Mm-hmm. Like, there was never, like, every, I liked everything that happened, but it didn't feel like it had that spark, that big moment that you go to the water cooler tomorrow and say, that was the cool thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you agree? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, but there was, again, a lot of really cool stuff. And you know what? I got I got a tease for you guys, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't follow me on Twitter, I have a pretty cool announcement coming up today. It's pretty exciting. I'm pretty excited to get to it. But I'm going to restrain. I'm going to hold back. And I'm going to wait till later. That's a tease. you got to stick around. you got to stick around through the commercial break. That's how you do it in showbiz, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but before we get to the commercial break, we're going to start with the start of the show. Your boy, 
John Moxley. Yeah. He comes out through the crowd and he has a barn burner of a match. Walk us through. What did you think of this one? Wow, it was like two minutes. I literally, I saw him on the screen, <laughs> and then um, Steve Kaufman was talking to me, and I turned over, and then I turned back, and he, the guy was being pinned. Right, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I was going to say, two minutes might be a little generous. I don't know if it was even that long. Yeah, it was like quick. I'm like, what happened? But what I loved about this is it just builds Moxley up even more. Is this mm. dangerous destroyer of people, top of the food chain, as he said, multiple weeks in a row now. So I I really like seeing him just go out there and dominate someone quickly. We didn't need to see that match go on for 10 minutes. No. Well, I mean, well, I mean you're a fan really of him, so you would have liked to have seen him go. Yeah. But, um, but I thought I thought it just made him look really, really cool. Yeah, and then your homies decided to come on out. My boys! <laughs> That's right. The inner circle... My, my family, the inner circle, I love them. They come out, and I love, you can tell when a feud is building right, when they come out and you can already feel the tension, and you're yeah. like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And they surround the ring, and they build that tension, and Moxley's so good at speaking without speaking, mm-hmm. and just being that scary dude in the ring. Now, you probably wanted to see him a bit more on the microphone, I'm guessing. Uh, Always. I mean, uh, for me, I like to see him talk on the mic. That's, like, my favorite favorite, uh, thing to see. But we get to see something so different in this segment. Um, A little bit of the uh, shield type of crowding (laughs) around the ring. He's like, okay, like, whatever. And then, you know, Jericho out here saying all this silly stuff, and he's just staring at him like, all right, all right can I just kick your ass already? Like, are you done? That's yeah. how I got the vibe. I'm like, can I just punch you in the right. face already? Like, well, I love that Jericho, Jericho was showed some respect of today. Course. He actually, it's the first time he really didn't just run someone down, and he asked him to join the inner circle. He didn't even really officially ask MJF to join the inner circle, but he asked Moxley to join, and he did something I love, and mm-hmm. it's because I'm an old-school NWO fan, and that is he gave him the shirt, which was always symbolic back in the NWO days. They would give you the shirt. No. And I always say, I think that's why the NWO shirts sell so well, is you join the NWO by putting on the shirt. I would love to see the inner circle do something like that, where whoever puts on the shirt joins the inner circle oh. that way i could officially join the inner circle i could finally join my my guys uh <laughs> i think it's a pretty pretty obvious moxie's gonna do the right thing and join the group don't you agree chat please <laughs> please let him know i think <laughs> look john moxie has too much to lose to to go against a group like this they could run roughshod over all of aew no one could stop them doesn't that just make sense to join the inner circle? No. What 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 would you what would you have him do? Uh, what he's been doing by him the whole time. He's been the lone wolf since day one. Of course, you know, his time in the other that other company. You know, that's not his fault. But you know, it's. I think, I think he had a couple of friends in that other company that he palled around with a little bit. Well, I I think this time around in his career, this is a new chapter in his career. I think that us as fans and maybe him himself wants to, you know, how do I put this? Like, show fans, hey, you know, I'm doing this by myself. I'm a single competitor. I want to see you guys how I do wrestling instead of going on the script or whatever he does. 
Right. Uh, I don't think he needs to be in a group. I really don't. I think uh, fans really need to see more of Moxley than what we've already seen. Right. Well, all, all jokes aside, I agree yeah. with you. I love, I love seeing him as this just combustible character that he's like the bull in a china shop that just you know is going to wreck whatever he's around. And I, yeah. I like that aspect of him. These two clearly are going to have a match soon, and I think it's going to be one of the biggest matches AEW's ever had. Do you think it'll be a classic match? I th- or it depends on the match. I think I think it'll be a classic match because I think they want to save any type of stipulations mm-hmm. for down the road, mm-hmm. uh, to, so they can build that. I think if they go in, because obviously as a Moxie guy, he's going to want all the barbed wire and oh, thumbtacks. Yeah. Heck but yeah! I think Jericho has already shown that he doesn't want to fight Moxley, yeah. and so he's going to do everything he can to not make it one of those stipulations. Do you think he, Chris Jericho, will play this role where we all think that he will face Moxley, but he comes out and says, ha-ha, you're not facing me, you're going to face whoever in the inner circle? Yeah, I think Moxley's going to have to end up going through everyone in the inner circle before oh, he gets to Jericho. Kind of like a gauntlet no, match. No, I don't think it's going to be like officially, but I think it's going to be one of those, hey, you got to beat this guy before you earn your mm. shot at me. And mm-hmm. then it's going to be like, hey, no, it wasn't just Guevara. You actually have to beat these two. And then maybe the next week. And slowly he's going to have to get through all these hurdles before would, he gets to Jericho. I would like to see that. Um, that, that way, because I think they need to spread that out, cause, and, and we'll get to it in a little bit. Their next pay-per-view is kind of a ways away, so mm-hmm. they're going to need to fill in some time between now and then. Yeah. Um, but speaking of pay-per-views and things like that, uh, they built to another match pretty well today. They they showed us Bunny, Blade, and the Butcher versus Cody and QT. I really love... I don't know why it, it, it surprises me every time the song comes on. You do it every time, and every time I'm like, oh, yeah, the song. i got to be ready for it. Uh, uh, I love Buddy, Bunny, Blade, and the Butcher. Mm-hmm. They just look terrifying. They wrestle really well. Mm-hmm. I believe 100% that they are not playing roles, that that is who they are. I love this group. How did you feel about them? Oh, I mean, I, I love these guys. I've you know I mentioned last week how... Um, you have to see these guys wrestle in order to explain how, you know, ex- their style. Um, I'm so happy that they added Allie into this group because as a fan of Allie, I just would like to see her more on TV and I don't want mm-hmm. her them to lose her in the women's division and, she, you know, she, she gets lost in it. But to me, this really fits um, her with her in this group. I mean, her husband's mm-hmm. in, in this group. So, I mean, it makes sense, right? Is she, um, I know she's Allie, but as the character, is the bunny Allie still, or is she a diff- Is she playing like a different character? I don't know. Or is, I feel like we're going to have to see a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, this kind of gives, I was trying to explain earlier when we were backstage that I feel that her friend Rosemary kind of rubbed her the dark side a lot, a little yeah. bit more, and turned her into the dark side. So, I think this character gives her a lot more to play with. So I think it's yeah. going to be really, really and something fun. new and something fresh that a lot of fans has hasn't seen. If you're a fan of Allie or never seen before, right? I think this will be great for her, and I think this tag team is really good. They're instantly already on my radar as mm-hmm. big time players within AEW. Uh, after the match, Darby Allen came out and helped Cody up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Darby Allen posted something interesting on social media you were telling me about. What did uh, what did he say? So pretty much he was saying that um, let's go for me. Pretty much let's tag team up. Mm-hmm. If we win, 
you want you get to pretty much give me another shot with you. Okay, cool. Because they had they had the match before and it went to a time limit draw. Yeah, so it wasn't and, really it was a good match, but right. we we didn't have a winner or a loser. Right. And I think this would be good for Darby Allen. I think it's a great way to give that that matchup another opportunity to happen, but also give it some stakes, which would be interesting. Because mm-hmm. I also would love to see Darby Allen versus Cody Rhodes again. Yeah, uh, Darby Allen just like on the cusp of greatness right now. Of course. Um, and I think if if the fact that he's so young means I think he's going to be a huge star mm-hmm. for a long, long time. Because yeah. he's he's great. He looks cool. I've 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 put him over a ton. So obviously, we've all have. We all mm-hmm. love him. I don't know anyone who's like oh, I don't like that Darby Allen guy. Well, if uh, you don't like him, I'm not friends with you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, so no, so yeah, we're all fans of him. But uh, real quick, before we move on to our next topic, obviously we want to take a second to say thank you for helping to make AfterBuzz the ESPN of TV talk. And the way for us to continue doing all this great stuff is for you guys to hit the like button, the comment, get in the comments, subscribe, five-star reviews on iTunes. And it would mean a lot to me if you shared it on social media. Let your friends know we are out there. That's how we grow our numbers. And in this day and age, numbers matter. And, you know, you can get things like interviews and stuff like that when you have good numbers. Isn't that right? Yeah, um, definitely some good interviews, especially if you're in Southern California. You especially know? if you're a Southern California-based yeah. uh, wrestler. Yeah, that, sure. That could happen. But, um, you know, we want to thank everyone in the chat. I want to thank... Dang MQ, always in the chat. Mm-hmm. External Shockwave. We've got Dylan Matthews. Uh, thank you so much for coming in and listening to us every week, you know, talking about our favorite shows. Of course, it's your favorite shows, and you're always chiming in because you are pretty much the co host of our mm-hmm. AEW After Show because we technically can't Google everything live. So we got yeah. you got to Google it for us. Yeah, we have you guys do the heavy lifting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, it really is appreciated, you guys, that hang out with us, especially after I know a lot of you watch the NXT show and then stick around for us. The NXT show obviously is a, is a great show. It's a good, um, you know, opening match for our main event. We could say and good panel. Yeah, it's a good it's a good panel. It's yeah. a good warm up before you get to the real show, <laughs> which is us, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, no, they're they're a great crew over there. Um, we're just a little bit better, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, join in on the fun on Twitter, by the way. We like to give each other a hard time. Mm-hmm. So uh, so, anyways, yes. Thank you all for being here. Um, that said, someone who wasn't thankful for the fans being there is MJF, who came on out and made a camera guy kiss his ring uh, and said that he doesn't he, he doesn't want any of Cody's stuff. He wants Cody to suffer. Do we feel like he's he's making Cody suffer? Is MJF the biggest heel in the company right now? Is he the best heel, I should say? Maybe not the biggest? In this generation, yes. In the company? In this yeah. generation, yes. Yeah. Honestly, in my opinion, in this decade, yes. He is... Because it was interesting. As I was watching today... Jericho is an is an amazing heel, obviously, but people like him. Yeah, I would say he's, he's kind of like like right where Darth Vader is, right where Darth Vader's a cool bad guy, but we all love Darth Vader at the same time. I don't know. MJF don't is know. everyone hates him. He just mm-hmm. gets booed like crazy. Uh, something that our uh, uh, on the scene reporter, dang MQ, you're going to be our, di- our on the scene reporter, uh, dang. Just so you know, today <laughs> um, said that. Um, uh, the crowds were popping for a lot of people. Um, I thought he had mentioned uh, MJF got a lot of heat, but I'm looking back at his notes, and it was not 
in there. Mm. So bad, bad uh, transition It's okay, there. but... Um... But I did say, real quick, just since I brought it up, Big Swole was super over. Crowd popped hard for her win. Big pops for Cody, mm. Mox, and the Young Bucks. And Kenny was super over as And then usual. External says MJF is the GOAT. The goat. That's pretty. He's he's pretty young. I don't know. Maybe we'll give him some. Uh, we'll get, have to give him. Or some is time. that a donkey? I don't know. That looks like a goat. Oh, okay. a goat. <laughs> donkey. Was it sure? I if I know external, it's uh, it's a goat. It's not a it's not a donkey. Because uh, oh. I, I I have a feeling MJF is uh, external's a fan of MJF. Uh, oh. So, um, I love how he says. By the way, he he says that he's he'll do the match. If there's a certain stipulations, but he's not going to tell us until the new year. So now we got to wait. And I think that's such a good, that's good storytelling because now they built anticipation. Like, what is it going to be? Yeah. Are you excited to see what those stipulations are? Yeah. I feel like right now it's so hard to figure out what, like, what the stipulations would be. I mean, like I mentioned before, could it be, you know, MGF saying, all right, if I win, I take over your spot in the company mm-hmm. um, and then or something else. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think of. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, it's got it's got to be something big like yeah. that because it can't be money. He's already shot down money. Yeah. He's already shot down any of his stuff. Uh, he's not mentioned anything for the title and MJF doesn't seem like a title guy. I mean, I think he'd be great with the title but he doesn't have that. Like, Pac feels like a guy who's like, I want the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moxley's like a guy, I want the title. Yeah. Uh, MJF seems like he, he more likes just to be a jerk than be the champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. Um, I think he's the biggest heel right now, and he's doing a great job. Other heels, though, that are doing pretty well is the Dark Order. We got another Dark Order video, and mm-hmm. these vignettes are just killing it. I love this direction they're going. We see Alex of the, is it the Beaver Boys, the, the tag team? Mm-hmm. They, they, they've they been sort of the, the punching bag of the tag team division, but he's, yeah. in his, he's in his hotel room, and we've all been in the hotel room where the hotel room channel's playing, and it slowly starts talking to Alex directly. Yeah. Do you think this tag team is going to join the Dark Order? Well, first of all, I want a freaking production and whoever cre- creatively did that. Oh, good job. Fantastic. Like, Cheers to you guys. Yes. I, I'm the type, you know, I like to work behind the scenes and to see stuff like that really, sh- like, it's just so fresh and so new and something we don't really see. And mm-hmm. I really applaud a lot of people who, who do creative things like that. And whoever is working with the Dark Order and cre- doing all these creative promos and packages, like, good job like this is a like awesome no i'm not gonna join the dark order i've already joined the marks the moxley train so um i have to confess they they mentioned that there's a website joindarkorder.com and what'd you do immediately immediately went to joindarkorder.com i signed up you can too go to joindarkorder.com today and sign up wait so when you signed up what what happens only one way to find out, ladies and gentlemen. Go to join. I'm actually signing up right now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, uh, it gives you a very, uh, very intimidating message uh, when it uh, when it goes through. It says something like, uh, "There's no stopping it now." Yeah, it says uh, the Dark Order stop losing and start winning. Hashtag join the Dark Order. For those well, of you on uh, seeing from the uh, from uh, YouTube right now, pulling up the uh, website right here, this is where you can join. 
External yeah. Shockwave says he signed up on the website as well. Yes. Oh, perfect. So we're both part of the Dark Order. Inner Circle. See how easy it is? Um, so, yeah, I thought I love this. I can't wait. I think, I think it'd be cool if they gathered a few more wrestlers mm-hmm. on the team. Though it's weird that they would have two tag teams on their team. But maybe yeah. Grayson seems like the, the killer wrestler of the two, where Evil Uno seems more like the mastermind. So maybe one of them would go singles more, and then the other two would be the tag team. Uh, but... But yeah, so loving, loving everything about the Dark Order right now, uh, which leads me into AEW Dark. We don't have Roger here, but we're going to go ahead and do Dark. Anyways, I watched AEW Dark. I do it every Tuesday. It's a really fun way to keep up on a lot of stuff going on in AEW. If you guys don't watch AEW Dark, you really should. It's free on YouTube. And as you know, I love people who watch free shows on YouTube, (laughs) especially when they like and subscribe. Thank you, Char, for reminding me in the chat. The... uh, this show had a bunch of cool stuff. There's a really great three-way match with Scorpio Sky, uh, Peter Avalon, and Jimmy Havoc that happened. And Scorpio Sky picked up a pretty cool win there. And also, Kip Sabian and Kenny Omega tore the house down with a really cool match. It's a really great place to see a lot of people... Sometimes I hear people talk about AEW and how certain people don't get featured, and it's because they're not watching Dark. Mm -hmm. That's where so much good stuff happens. Do yourself a favor. Check out AEW Dark on YouTube right after you finish this show. It's a really good program. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of good programs and speaking of seeing people that uh, you don't necessarily see on the show all the time, Big Swole. Yeah. Big news for Big Swole. Officially signed. Yeah. Officially part of this AEW roster. Uh, fought and beat Emi Sakura. Uh, you know, a lot of people have given AEW a hard time saying they need more of a women's division. But this just feels like they're really starting to bolster those numbers. How do you feel about Big Swole? What do you think about her performance? I like her. Um, I've been a fan for a while. I know she's in Rise, you know, like did Rise and a couple of indie shows. Yeah. Uh, she actually did a Women's Wrestling Weekly interview, uh, not uh, maybe last year, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, here. So she's a good friend of AfterBuzz, I should say. Yeah. Um, but I... We need her. I think she. We need mm-hmm. her. Um, she's just so different, and that's what we need. And you know, more, more women, more women. She's very charismatic, as too. She had a great promo on AEW Dark. Another reason you should check it out. Really talking about her personal struggles mm-hmm. and her personal. Uh, journey to get to where she's at, which really made her human to me and really made me pull for her, especially in this match. I love her. I think she's great. She has a cool look. She wrestles really well. She just has a charisma. She has an energy. You mentioned you liked her theme song. Her theme song's really cool, too. Uh, It's it's just, it's like cool. I don't know. Um, That was probably the most uncool way to say that was cool but uh it was it's cool i'm a huge fan of big swole right now and i think uh emmy sakura is a great person uh kind of i feel like in that um nat natalia role if that makes sense where she's sort of a a veteran and she does a good job and she's very good at helping to get other people over right Mm. now and i thought she did an amazing job of that with big swole uh Hikaru Shida was outside watching this, and she seemed very uh, shocked about the win from Big Swole and didn't seem 
She was none too happy about it, it seemed. I think she's a little worried that maybe her spot atop the power rankings is at risk. Yeah, I mean, if they put these two ladies in a storyline, I'd be very interested Mm -hmm. in in the storyline. I think these ladies would really, like, tear the house down if they, you know, had a match. But, like, like a pay-per-view match. Mm -hmm. More so. Yeah, and I think AEW is really starting to build the foundation for that that mm-hmm. division. Look, I, I know I know they've got a ways to go before they catch up with some other divisions, but I think they are doing a lot of really great things to start to set the stage for a really great division there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, speaking of which, uh, Brandy uh, had a promo where she talked about the women's division a bit. She called out Riho for not being there, which I thought is great because it's true. Uh, she called out Britt Baker and made fun of all the memes that have been going around about her and, and Adam Cole, which I thought was great. But then she asked uh, Statlander again to join. So she's also recruiting some folks and, and building some more stories mm-hmm. for that women's division. Do you want to see Statlander join her? Sure. I, I mean, like that. I, I feel that Brandy needs more people to join her. Yeah. Um, it was fun to see her and Awesome Kong together, but now the fact that she's now, you know, creating a, gr- a group, and more so I want to see more women in her group, not mm-hmm. men, you know. Yeah. I want to see hardcore girl power mm-hmm. with, her, with her and what she's doing, because I think that is more, that, that's a revolution, I guess. Yeah, I think I think they need to have a woman only stable yeah. to to do their thing and not feel like it's just latching on to one of the other already established stables. And they, I feel sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but I I feel that with her, I with Brandy doing this uh storyline and everything, it really will show a lot of more new uh talent, mm-hmm. especially with women cuz there's a lot of women in the indies, but also a lot of them are different places. Mm-hmm. But you know, so it, it really opens the door to, see, to for us to see more ladies. Speaking of ladies, there was uh, they showed the back of the head of somebody um, with a. Well, first off, let's talk about the, the girl that shaved her head last week. Mm-hmm. We ran out of time. I wanted to bring it up just for funsies. What would it take for you to shave your head on TV? Nothing. The, nothing like you do it for free or no nothing? I'm not doing it at all because <laughs> I'm thinking I'm trying to think if I had grown my hair out that long and someone said we want you to shave this I, there would need to be a pretty big payday yeah uh, come my way but they also showed someone else with a shaved head and it looked like a freshly shaved head because there's a, a very dark tan line where the hair used to be mm, I didn't catch that any any predictions on who this uh, new person could be I don't know I mean I, yeah it, it's a mystery so that'll be fascinating. <laughs> Hopefully it's someone really cool that we all get really excited for. But I like that they're building this crew together. I think that's going to be a cool... Do you think it'll likely be like what WWE did in the past with like a straight-edge society type of thing if they're shaving their heads? I don't know if... I mean, definitely the shaving the heads thing seems like it's going to be a part of it. But as far as this... I don't think there's straight-edge is going to be a part of it. And it seems like they're good, They're yeah. more like a um, a hit squad, the way she... She's built up. She says they do the jobs no one else wants to do. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. So I. I don't. 
But again, we're still sort of in that yeah. what's happening What's happening, phase. what's going on. Uh, which is still fun because what's yeah. good about it, though, is it's they are progressing, whether it be asking Statlander to join or adding this new person or now this third person who we only saw the back of their head. It's slow progression. It's not just, who are we? Who, who would, are we? Who would you like to see? Um, be shave their head in the women's division. I don't want anyone to shave their head. I, I like. Oh, really? um, I would like to see as far as someone joining that group uh-huh. and shaving their head. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't want anyone to shave their head. Everyone. I, 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 I prefer the way they all look right now. I wouldn't want anyone. To, I would like. There's certain people I'd like to see join, but I wouldn't want them to shave their head in the process. Um. um no. I don't know. No? Who do you... Do you have anyone in mind? I'm I thinking mean, of only the females, by the way. I'm thinking of only the... Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if... So, I mean, I was thinking maybe Riho because she hasn't been around, and her punishment is yeah. to get her head shaved. Oh, I don't, I, that, I don't know if that would... I mean, it sounds really messed up, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, girl, I mean, you haven't been be, on TV. <laughs> that would be a shock. I don't know if she'd be able to pull off a shaved head. No, but I think she's yeah. doing stuff in Japan. Yeah, I, I'm sure that, that's all it is. But I think this leads really nicely into reporting from the runway. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Dance, dance, dance. Music and lights. Music and lights. That's what Jessica says, right? I don't know. That's I, just, I just... Uh, so, Jessica's not here, so I am going to go ahead and pick my person, and that is Chris Jericho. Look, I know I'm a fan of the guy, mm-hmm. but come on, that gold glitter jacket, it matched the title just perfectly. That is a nice Le- jacket. The champion, he was... He's rocked some jackets, man. I thought MJF had a cool jacket as well, but I gotta this say that one, is a very snazzy jacket. That, yeah. This one wins. That is that is proper little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was perfect, Josh. Thank you so much for keeping it, for backing me up like that. Uh, the uh, uh, so I was reporting from the runway real quick. Uh, Pack had a quick promo, and uh, it's. Basically, he was real quick about it. He said, look, I want another shot at Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. A rubber match, because they split it 1-1. These two are great. They have great matches, but it doesn't it feel like every single match Pac has had has been part of a 1-2-3 feud? Yeah. Why do you need to face Kenny Omega again? Like, I, find somebody else, I mean, yeah, in my a, opinion. Like, yeah. in a positive way. You know, a lot of fans, you, you just don't want to see the same people wrestle over again. Right. Maybe some people do and that's their thing and that's totally cool. But you know, you just it just Yeah gets a little weird out. Yeah, because he did the he did the uh three matches with Hangman. Now he's doing the three matches with Omega. Did he do three matches with Moxley also? I don't think so. It, it seems like he it seems like he had a ton of matches but it's only been a few people I just, that he's I actually just, had matches. Kenny with. Omega just pops in my head every time I think of Pac wrestling yeah, he needs to definitely break out and start facing some other people, mm-hmm. I think. But he's in a weird spot right now where if you're a, a, a heel and you're not in a stable or not in some kind of group, because even MJF has Wardlow with him, yeah. you're kind of a man on your own. Mm-hmm. He needs something. He needs someone to antagonize or something 
to give him more than just the wins and losses. Because mm-hmm. wins and losses are huge, yeah. but he needs something more than that unless he's going for the title. And he's he's not going to be for a little bit, it looks like. No, it doesn't. So he needs something to give me just a little bit more. I agree. I think. But I agree. I'm a huge Pack fan, so I hope he does get that soon. And, I, you know, we'd mentioned Hangman. He teamed with Omega to take on the team of Sean Spears and Kip Sabian. You know, it's the Matt Militant. I was ready for it that time. <laughs> uh, these guys, it feels like four guys who all have it but need to sort of find it right now. I think Hangman could be a star, but he's kind of in a slump with losses. Omega seems like he should be the face of the company, but is kind of meddling around in the, the middle of the show. Spears, I, I just feel like he has it, but he's just... I need him to, you yeah. know what I mean, just emotionally grab me here. And then Kip Sabian, he, we haven't seen a lot of him if you're not watching Dark, but I think he's a good-looking guy. He's got Penelope Ford. He's a great wrestler. I think he's going to be really good as time goes on as well. How did you feel about this match? I thought it was pretty decent. Um, I really enjoyed uh, Joey Janela coming out and, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much tying up Tessa Blanchard's dad. That's a Blanchard's dad. Uh, sorry. <laughs> to, to, totally Blanchard. That guy. The legendary. No, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, Tessa Blanchard's super famous right now, so that's fair. Yeah. And I would love to see her join AEW. Oh, yeah. Tessa. Uh, the, uh, but I, yeah, I love that he kind of struck back at, uh, at Sean Spears because Sean Spears has been antagonizing him. Yeah. This was his chance to kind of fight back against Sean Spears and add another level to that rivalry that we're seeing. Yeah, and I think this would be good for both of them because we've seen both of them kind of get lost with AEW here Mm. and there. I mean, uh, now this is, now we get to have uh, more of the the feud and more of Mm -hmm. a storyline because what will Sean Spears do to Joey Janela? What right. what what does Joey Janela have that's so precious? Well, he has Marco Stunt. I mean, well, well, well Joey, Joey Janela discovered Marco Stunt. So oh, but but in AEW world, a, they're not he, like they're not. They're yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. It just popped up in my uh, yeah. head. Sorry, uh, but yeah, it gives them just another level uh, of that feud. Uh, both those guys, I think, need to come out with a win on that one. It, I have a feeling we're going to see Kip Sabian versus Hangman Page in the future in a one-on-one match, mm-hmm. uh, which I think would be good because Hangman needs to start stringing together wins, and I think Kip Sabian's at a point where he could take some losses and it wouldn't hurt him too much. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, so that was fun. Uh, just as a, a quick thing, because it was kind of a, a quicker match, Guevara took on Luchasaurus, and Luchasaurus... <laughs> Got the win over the Spanish god. Uh, I thought both guys came out looking good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think Luchasaurus is getting some real heat behind him. I'm I'm liking him more and more every week. Yeah. Uh, Then we go into the Texas Street Fight, though. Texas Street Fight, Young Bucks versus Proud and Powerful. As soon as this thing got started... These guys got into it. I mean, before they even got to the ring, it was just bodies everywhere. Brandon Cutler went through the stage. Uh, I think it was Nick Jackson went through Ortiz on the table. Um, I might be mixing those two up. They look the same. But um, <laughs> uh, but uh, just craziness everywhere. This is, One of the things I say, this is what pro wrestling is all about. Just 
fun shenanigans. How did you feel about this one? I really, I really, this was my favorite match of the night. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's bodies flying everywhere. Um, Bucks have been doing these type of matches for years. Same with Ortiz and Santana. Uh, they just know how to create storylines. And mm-hmm. not only that, like, to obviously entertain the crowd, but know how to connect with each other by, you know, you don't yeah. really have that connection with a lot of people in the ring. That chemistry, yeah. And that chemistry, and they know that they're going to be safe in the ring with these guys, and you know. So I really thought um, this was a really entertaining match. Yeah, they, they just destroyed a bunch of stuff. SCU yeah. was on the outside, the winner of the match, getting a shot at the tag team champions of the world next week. So I think that's going to be uh, that's going to be an exciting. Yeah, I mean, before they came, went into the ring, we had Dustin Rhodes. Like everybody was coming. Yeah, out. It was, we haven't seen Dustin Rhodes in a while, but yeah, it was, you know. it, was a, it was a cool again Texas street fight. Exactly what you expect. People get putting in trash cans and uh, Matt Jackson putting on a cowboy's helmet. And, <laughs> oh, that uh, was hilarious. That was that was fun. I think uh, I would say the over the is about seven tables got crushed. Uh, it seemed like they were going out of their way to break tables at one point. Yeah. Uh, but, it, but that's all fun. So uh, that was the main event. So that means, of course, it is time for the Elite of the Week. Elite of the Week. This week, coming in at number five, we've got SCU. That's right. They didn't wrestle, but if you've been watching Dark... Scorpio Sky has been killing it in singles competition. He beat Woo-hoo. he beat Peter Avalon and Jimmy Havoc, and also they're the tag team champions. This whole company's full of tag team people fighting for the chance to get in the ring with those guys. They're number five on the list this week. Number four is Luchasaurus. <laughs> this guy is unstoppable. He keeps chokeslam people. He does the fake kick thing. This guy is over, over, over. Everyone loves him. I see big, big things for the big, big man. Number three on the list is MJF. You don't always need to have matches and you don't always need to win to be high on the Elite of the Week rankings. But this guy, as he says, is in control. He is pulling the strings of the boss man himself. He's making the rules. He is at number three. Number two, we got Le Champion, Chris Jericho. He's the heavyweight champion of the world. He's holding it for what looks like a long, long time. And he's got a whole crew of people there to make sure it stays that way. Number one. Guys, you know who it is. It's John Moxley. This guy, as I always say, as he always says, he is the top of the food chain. Whether it's beating guys in one minute, whether it's chasing off the entire inner circle, and whether it's just causing all sorts of hijinks everywhere he goes, John Moxley is the elite of the week. That was your elite of the week that's perfect yeah that was a good five elite week of elite the week yeah it was a tongue twister right there for me yeah um (laughs) i thought that 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 um was pretty good uh and anisa i i jumped the gun a little bit though i forgot to get to the news portion yeah let's Let's do do some news 
What's up, you all, you AEW fans? Um, I'm here to report the news, and we got some fun news today. Uh, Vicky Guerrero made an AEW Dark Commentary appearance tonight, so most likely we'll see that next week. Uh, Cody Rhodes posted on his Instagram saying, look who showed up to do commentary for AEW Dark. Of course, Eddie, I mean, Vicky Guerrero is a legend in this business, and of course she lives in from, is from Texas, so fun times with that. And um, AEW announced this week that they will return to Chicago Comic-Con and Entertainment Expo will take place uh, from February 28th and March 1st next year. So, you know, more information will come on that. Get your tickets because AEW also announced that, uh, as we uh, talked about earlier, that the next pay-per-view, Revolution, will be the same exact weekend of the C2E2 uh con expo mm-hmm. uh, so go ahead check your little you know google i'm sure tickets will be somewhere and of course last but of course not least big swole has been officially signed to aew as we spoke about it earlier tonight uh it was actually equipped was uh pretty much shown uh aew dark kenny omega was talking to her backstage and pretty much implied hey we want you more you hear the crowd, they love you. And she was signed. And yes. that is your news of this week. Very, very cool. A lot of really, really cool stuff. Um, speaking of cool stuff, I said I had some big news. Yeah. I got some big news. Do you guys want to know what the big news is? The big news is tomorrow morning, your boy Jack Farmer is interviewing Scorpio Sky live here on AfterBuzz Television. That's right, we've got the AEW Tag Team Champion of the World. We're going to go one-on-one chatting it up. It's going to be a lot of fun, you guys. I'm so excited to have it. To have this this interview, I'm 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 pumped. Yeah, and you have to say SoCal is the best city you've ever, best town you've ever been in. The best town. I was gonna say it was the worst town. Yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited. So hey, if you guys are following me on uh, on social media, hit me up with what questions you want me to ask Scorpio Sky, a current tag team champion. Yeah, we're locking in the real news. We're journalists, folks. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited for you. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I won't be here because, you know, yeah. I mean, sorry it's to a, my horn, but I'm homies with Scorpio Sky, and it's weird to interview your homies, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> like, well but, you, you can send me the questions, and I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put them in there for you. But, uh, okay. but yeah, we're, uh, the, the interview is going down tomorrow at 11. I don't know at this point if we're pre-taping and re- releasing later or if it's going to be live, but it's happening at 11. I think we'll do live. I, I want, live's fun. I like live. Yeah. I like the craziness of live TV. Uh, hopefully, because that would be so good for the fans to chat in and answer their questions, too. Yeah. If they have any questions yeah, absolutely. for so, Mr. Sky. So with that said, that's the big news. we got Scorpio Sky tomorrow. Uh, that's it from us, though. Anissa, why don't you tell all these amazing people where they can find you online? Yes, you can follow me on all social media at Anissa Mark. And Josh in the booth. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-A-L-323. Also, make sure to check out our other co-host, Roger Corral, at uh, Beef Supreme and Jessica O'Connor. I know it has three N's, but you're going to have to 
look it up a little bit. But you can also find me at jacksonfarmer.com as well as at realjackfarmer across all social media. Make sure to hit me up with those Scorpio Sky questions. Also, make sure to follow AEW After Buzz. Also, I'm going to be guesting on the After 83 Weeks podcast next week on Wednesday, right before this show as well. All sorts of craziness going on. I can't wait for it to happen. I can't wait for you to be there with us. Until then, do your best and be yourself. And we, Mario Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.